Blog Talk Radio. Black Hole Radio presents Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. With your hosts, Rudolph Muhammad and Yusuf Muhammad. There's a train of coming. You don't need no baggage. You just get on board. All you need is faith to hear the dealers calling. Don't need no ticket. You just thank the Lord. The train to Jordan Picking up passengers Coast to coast Faith is the key Open the doors and bore them Blessings, peace, and blessings in the name of the Most High God, the Beneficent, the Merciful, the Architect of the Universe, the Creator of the Heaven and the Earth, and all that is in between. We thank you, and we thank Him, and we could never thank Him enough for His coming in the person of Master W. Far Muhammad, to whom all praise is due forever, for raising the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad the eternal leader of the nation of Islam, and for leaving with us a most loving man, the torchlight for America and a warner to the nations of the earth in the person of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. In those three great yet humble names, I'm honored to greet all of you, our listening audience, with the greeting words of peace and paradise. We say it in the language of our ancestors, Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, sir. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Brother Rudolph and Brother Marcus. And for our listening audience who may not know and may not be familiar with that greeting, we greet you in peace and paradise. And the return greeting also 
is the greeting of peace in paradise. And as it relates to you, our listening audience, to our first-time listeners, welcome, welcome, welcome. To our consistent and constant listening audience, we thank all of you for the honor of your ear and the privilege of your presence. We realize that you could be doing something else. However, you find it worth your investment to join us at Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness, a weekly blog talk radio program that comes to you every Friday from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am your co-host, Brother Youssef Muhammad, along with our dear brother, Brother Rudolph T. Muhammad, who will welcome you shortly. We, again, just thank you for being a part of our program uh, this afternoon, this evening, depending on where you are on the planet. It may also be in the AM. So once again, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We have a power-packed program for you that I anxiously await to hear our guests, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia Muhammad, the founders of the Marriage Keepers, you know, uh, that's going to give us keys to successful marriages, especially in this day and time. And so I'll uh, pass the mic on to our dear brother, Brother Rudolph Muhammad, who will take us further into the program, and we'll proceed to give you what you need. Brother Rudolph? Thank you, Brother Yusuf. Praise be to Allah. Assalamu alaikum, Hotep, Aboragani. Peace. What's up? When are starting? These are just some of the greetings used by our family all over the planet. If I didn't hit your particular greeting, then you contact us at Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness and let us know so that next time I can greet you in the way that you feel comfortable in your customary language. Because we want everyone to know that this is a family program. And if you're on this line, we're considering you family until otherwise saved. We want you to understand that you are welcome to participate. We want this to be a discussion, not a monologue. Okay, so call in at 563-999-3089 and press the number one so you can join into the discussion. But before we go any further, I'd be remiss if I didn't take a moment to thank Almighty God Allah, allowing me another day in his wonderful creation called life. It's not by any goodness of my own, but it is his grace and mercy that causes me to be able to talk to you right now. And, of course, we thank Allah for appearing in the person of Master Farid Muhammad. And then we thank him for raising one from right here where I am geographically, physically, Black Bottoms, Detroit, Michigan. He raised up one who he taught and trained and empowered. And then to show forth and prove his power, he left him on the scene. To the naked eye, it appeared like he was alone, but he wasn't alone. He was being backed 
And then the most honorable Elijah Muhammad put forth his program to society and to show and prove how powerful that transformation program was. He didn't deal with the intellects of the society at that day. He dealt with those that had been cast aside by society, those whose society said was incorrigible, irretrievably lost. And they began to transform their lives. And as they transformed their lives right in front of their families and their friends, the transforming power of the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad took root, and then it just bursted on to the scene. And then we also thank Master Farad Muhammad, and we thank the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad for not leaving us comfortless in this day and time, but they left with us the most perfect example of righteousness in human form, a humble brother, a brother who walked with us, who talks with us, who has dedicated his life to warning, teaching, and training us, telling us to get ready and get right. Yes, this is the modern Noah of this day telling us to come into the ark. This is the Moses of this day that's trying to lead us to the promised land. This is the Jesus of this day and time who is healing the sick mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. He's giving sight to the blind. He's raising the mentally deaf dead to life, and he's giving hearing to the deaf and making the dumb or the stammering tongue speak plainly. Yes. If you read through your scripture, it tells you the characteristics of that man called Jesus in this day and time. Well, there he is. Take it or let it alone. But in those three great names, I greet you in the greeting words of peace and paradise of our salam alaikum. Yes, I know. That was long-winded. I know that was a lot, family. I know it was, but I can't hide it. In case this is my last time speaking before you, it has to be documented that Brother Rudolph went all out. Yeah, he spoke what he knew. He, He declared what he declared, and I stand on that. This week, we have, oh, for your listening pleasure, oh, my, 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 my. We have a brother and his wife, a, a, a power-packed, dynamic duo that is go, has been going around the country. And what have they been doing? They have been sowing the seeds of, of peace and tranquility, sowing the seeds that will help to keep the foundation of society strong. They've been dealing with helping, tuck-pointing the cornerstone of society, which is marriage. They've been uh, working on, they're like surgeons in an operating room that are going inside and they're reconnecting arteries and veins and redistributing the flow of 
good, clean, oxygen-rich blood so that it can produce right things, good things, tangible things in the arena of marriage, teaching the man and the woman how to relate to each other in this day and time. And so, you know, I'm not going to be long-winded. I know you're saying you're already long-winded, brother. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not reading from a script. I'm talking, speaking from the heart because they have done much for me in my marriage and my wife. And if she's, which I know she's on the line listening, I just pray that she'll get a moment to pull off to the side of the road and to just fall in and just give the greetings. But anyway, yes, we're talking about Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia, the founders of The Marriage Keepers. Now, what's the title? The Marriage Keepers. So he's talking about keeping the marriage because in this day and time, so many people are aborting the marriages. Even before they get started, they get married on Friday and they're divorcing on Tuesday before the ink is dry on the paper because we don't know the science to marriage and we don't have the tools to deal with it and to make it, like Keith Sweat said, make it last forever. And they just celebrated a milestone in their marriage, but he'll talk about that when he comes on. So um, without further ado for me, let's bring forth, Brother Marcus, so he can introduce himself to you in his own inimitable way. Brother Marcus. Assalamu alaikum. Waalaikumsalam, sir. All praise is due to Allah. I am very fine by Allah's grace. I give him all the praise and all the credit for any good that I do in this life. I was listening to you, brother, and I was thinking about who you were talking about, and I was about I'd love to get out the way so you can bring the real person on. That's the audible news archive. <laughs> no, sir, I'm talking about you, black so, man. You. I'm trying my best to really be a good example of what he has taught, and I encourage other men out here who may be looking for someone that they can emulate, you will not be able as a man to go very far in life if you don't look up to no other man, especially a black man, you know, and that's one of the hardest things in the world for black men to do is talk about another black man and the impact that he has had on their life. I like you, brother. I like you. I can only talk about the knowledge that I've learned as a direct result of following after the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I'm very blessed this morning, this afternoon, rather, to be here with my wife and to share with you whatever good that we know of how to keep marriages together. We don't know how to help you get divorced. There are a million people out there who are able to help you get divorced. But we are the marriage 
keep her. We keep marriage. Honorable Minister Louis Parkas, the Nation of Islam, and our people, our wonderful pastors and preachers throughout North America, we keep marriage. And we know the science of keeping marriage. So I'm joined with my wife today, and we look forward to a productive discussion around marriage and family building. That's what we do well by Allah's grace. That is our gift from Allah, and we want to exalt Allah as much as we can on this program, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, we do. Now, can we hear from the second self of God, that <laughs> other side, that, that creative side that brings the nurturing, the warm and 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 and, and fuzzy part to all to the reality of life. Assalamu alaikum, family. Thank you, thank you so much for having us. And I I will echo what my husband said, brother. I was looking around the room. <laughs> but we thank, uh, like all of you have said, we we would be nothing if it was not for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, who constantly reminds us that he is a student of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, and he reminds us that he is the representative of Allah in person, Master Fad Muhammad. So we would not be just or fair to say that we uh, act in accord to our own guidance, but we are being divinely guided and it's through that divine guidance that by Allah's grace we can say that we have just uh, July 4th, we just celebrated our 30th year in the process of marriage. And because of our struggles, because of what we have learned, we share that with others to help to strengthen them. Because for a lot of us, we think that we are on an island by ourselves, that we are the first one ever to be in the process of marriage, and we have we struggle in silence and in pain when we don't have to. You have people around you who can help you, who can assist you to get over those trials, over those hurdles, and that's what the marriage keepers are all about, is helping uh, husbands and wives to learn and to practice advanced relationship skills. We also deal with our single brothers and sisters with single success seminars and workshops to help them while they are single so that they can have the optimum success once they become married as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right, family. Now, the call-in number is Five six three. Joseph, in case I get it wrong, nine 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 three zero eight nine. Press the number one, and then you can ask a question, make a comment, or whatever. But now let's get some ground rules, and let's put the ground rules out here. We are a respectful program, and even if you disagree. Disagree respectfully. We can disagree without becoming disagreeable. So if you don't agree, that's fine. That's your right. But keep it respectful. 
All right? You know you need to have something to write and something to write on when you come into this classroom because we inundate you with information. Toward the end of the program, Brother Yusuf will give the usual FEMA briefing with all of that information, and we'll have some announcements toward the end of the program. But we're going to turn this right back over to Brother Marcus and his lovely wife, Sister Cecilia, and we're going to get into this, give them as much time as they need. And I'm just going to throw this out there right now because the marriage retreat will be later this month. The marriage retreat so well. will be in St. Louis. Missouri, yes, St. Louis, Missouri, and we're talking when? August 25th through the 28th, the marriage retreat. This is where we all get together, the married couples, we retreat away from society, we seclude ourselves with ourselves, and we deal with the issues that come up in the marriage every day from the male side and the female side, and then we put it all back together and make it work. That's what we do. If you have never been there, I'm telling you, as a participant, it's a beautiful time to be there to sit and listen to other couples and what they're going through, like Sis said, so you know you're not on this island by yourself going through what you're going through. Other people are going through it too. And to hear different perspectives of how you can handle different things. But then when they have the breakout session, when the brothers talk to the, when the men talk to the men, I don't know what's going on when the sisters talk, but brothers, I'm telling you, when it's time for the men to talk to the men, like the scripture said, steel shop and steel. So we in there with the men talking about men's issues, and the hats are off, the gloves are off, and yeah, woo, oh man, it's beautiful. But I'm gonna stop there, brother Marcus. Back to you. Oh man, we thank a lot for you, brother, and for your wife, for what you all mean to us, and what you should mean to the city of Detroit. You are a specialist. And what you do, brother, and we love you. We thank Allah for you every single day, and we hope and pray Allah will continue to bless you and give you his spirit even more than what you presently have it. I can tell you, brother, the divorce rate in this country is so high because people are ready for weddings but they're not ready for marriage. Mm. There are millions of dollars being spent to prepare for the wedding, but nothing is being spent to prepare people for what marriage takes. It takes everything you have. Just like you give the credit to a job, you have The job has so many things to help you improve your performance. Well, marriage needs that as well. You are two individuals coming together, and who improves the man that gets married? Who improves the woman? We can tell you, we can encourage you to get married, get married. That's the whole mantra. And get married. 
But the important thing that I have found in my 30 years is not getting together, but staying together. That is the hardest part about being married is staying for the struggle because marriage is an intense struggle that you engage in as a mature man and, inshallah, as a mature woman. You cannot be thin-skinned in marriage. You cannot say to yourself that I tried it once, I tried it twice, I'm meeting people who have been married for six and seven times. Brothers, Rudolph, Wow. and I yes, can tell you, the more times you've been married, the chances of you being successful go down, not up. You've right. been married once, you have a 50 fit, 50 chance of it being successful. You've been married twice, you've got a 60% chance that you are going to get divorced. You've been married three times, you've got a 70% chance that you're wow. going to get divorced. You've been married four times, you've got an 80% chance. Five times, 90% chance. You yeah. don't have the odds in your favor because You've been get, you've gotten married a lot, and what we try to do is slow the brother, the sister down to take a look at what was present in all five of the marriages. Right. You the were common denominator. You of you were the common denominator, and so you have to take a look at yourself, Minister Farrakhan, our chief. Our example, our exemplar, he's been married for 67, 68 years. He can tell us something about marriage. He told us the hardest fight you will ever have is when you go to war with yourself and you accept the challenge to change. You have to do marriage and you have a spouse there who is always looking by Allah's grace to see if you are who you're supposed to be. The told us that the woman that you got married to, the woman is born to seek weakness out of you. She can find it. She can seek it and she will destroy it. All praise is due to Allah. I think that's why a lot of brothers don't want to get married, because mm-hmm. they don't want to destroy their weakness that they have. <laughs> right. And I can right. tell you, I can tell you, brother, that in 30 years, I, I, I think I've, I've got a lot of weakness to destroy. I still got more. But I feel like I've I've done a little bit that should warrant my wife having some faith in me. All praises due to Allah. Yes, sir, brother. Yes, sir, brother. I concur, brother. I concur <laughs> with you. 
Allahu Akbar. Brother, I, brother, you, you know what? I, I'm gonna say this. I, 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 I don't know if I should or not, but since it came into my head, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Um, because my wife's not on the line anyway, so I can go ahead and say this. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other day, my wife and I were having a conversation, and she said something to me, and you know. I, I did my manly thing when she said it. You know, I kept my composure. But then when I left her and came in the house, I just had to thank Allah much for what she said and kind of broke down. She said to me, she said, you know, it's a good thing that I do not, in my mind, have to worry about you being out there messing around with other women, when you say that you're coming home and you take a little longer than you do, or I expect you to be one place and you're somewhere else, it doesn't even enter my mind anymore that you may be out there talking to another woman. That's not even uh, in my uh, thought process anymore. And all I could do to that brother would say all praise is due to Allah, something that Allah has guided me to do has caused her to trust me where our relationship is concerned. Now, there are other things that I, I, I should get on me about, but just to hear her say that at this point in our marriage, because it wasn't always that way. So whatever right. was done over the years, praises due to Allah, I pray and I can find it and I can hold on to it. That's beautiful, brother. Time always exposes what you mean to someone. That's yes, sir. what has happened for you. Time worked on your wife and exposed what you mean to her. You know, yes, sir. and it's comforting for a woman to be able to trust. Yeah. So many of our women out here in 2022, Brother Rudolph, they have no trust in men at all. They yes, think sir. that every yep. time they, they're checking his phone, they're, they're always somewhere looking for him to mess up. Right. They're looking for right. it. They expect that. Oh, he, I know he's cheating. I don't know why. They do that, but when Man. you earn the trust, it means the world when you know yes, it does. You, ain't, you ain't cheating with nobody. You wouldn't even look at another woman, not because you can't, but because you understand, as Minister Farrakhan understands, that she could be fine as wine. But Minister Farrakhan said, She's a fine responsibility. Yes, sir. That's what she is. She's fine, yes, fine for somebody else because that's not going to be my responsibility. My responsibility right. is the woman that I have in my life. That is what yes, I'm sir. going to be at. And that's what that's right. I thank a lot for. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, to have someone that's with you, that and, and, and my wife is every she what 
Apparently, Brother Rudolph got cut off and he doesn't know it. Um, brothers and sisters, you're listening to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. It's 4.32 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're pleased and honored to have our guests, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia Muhammad, founders of The Marriage Keepers, offering us tips to a successful marriage, especially in this day and time. And so, Brother Marcus, until Brother Rudolph gets back on and he realizes that he was cut off, you know, we oftentimes say that um, technology is great. It's just not an exact science. And so we right. pray, Allah, that uh, Brother Rudolph will be back on. Um, I speak personally that uh, I, I, I respect you and your wife for all that you've done, all that you're doing. You know, we, we tend to be missing one another, my wife and I. Um, we we came into the nation in New York, Muhammad Mosque number seven, and I remember you were doing a retreat. I don't know, it might have been five years ago when our dear brother, brother student minister Abdul Hafiz Muhammad was alive, and uh, we missed you then because we just left New York and moved down to southeastern Virginia, the Norfolk and Virginia Beach area. And then it it gave me great pleasure that a few years ago I get a call from Brother Rudolph that he had hooked up with a brother that, you know, is is one of my brothers down here, as well as his wife being one of my wife's sisters, Brother Kevin and Sister Tasha Muhammad. Yeah. A few years back yeah. uh, when they were in Florida, they gave me a call together on the line, and it just warmed my heart that uh, right. beautiful brothers and their wives were striving to make their bond uh, uh, tighter as as being yeah. married. And as we know, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, it's a lifelong struggle, as you said. Uh, the, the, the word married with the ED is the past participle of the verb <laughs> to marry. And uh, when you talked about Go ahead. Go ahead. lack of trust, in a relationship, that's that's critical. And um, when your wife talked about uh, in her opening statement um, uh, st- helping people struggle through their pain, that's critical. So while Brother Rudolph was knocked off, and Brother Rudolph, we, I don't know exactly where you got dropped, but uh, we want you to continue your thought. I just wanted to, you know, cover down. You know how we do. Oh, but yes, sir. No, office. I appreciate that, brother. And, and I yes, love sir. what you just said because, yes, yeah, Brother Kevin and Sister Tasha, man, I, as we say in the world, that's my man's in there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's such a beautiful thing to be able to relate and vibe with other other black men, you know, on yes, a sir. righteous topic and especially something like marriage. And then when you are vibing with the brother, and then the wives are also vibing. It's just a beautiful thing. But what I was saying was, my wife, you know, that's just something like, because we have no children in the home now. Our youngest, he moved out, got his own place. The, next, the one next to him moved out, got his own place. So it's just my wife and I in the house. So that's one of the struggles that I'll tell younger couples, you got to be able to be comfortable with Whoever that that is that you call in your your spouse, 
And That's so my right. wife and I, we in the house together. So she and I, we laugh. We make jokes together. She really is. She is definitely the uh, um, um, coordinator and, you know, the MC. And she jokes. But, but we just sit, we have a good time. We just sit there. We don't say nothing. I, I'm comfortable just sitting in the recliner right next to her and, you know, just holding her hand, looking at the fire outside. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing because I never thought that I would be at this point in, in my life that I would be ready to just stop, slow down. I don't want to go nowhere. I just want to sit in my house with my wife. It's beautiful, bro. It's beautiful. I'm done, Brother Marcus. You you got it. You got it. Let me say before Brother Marcus comes in, I just got a text from Brother Kevin. He and his wife, Sister Tasha, they're in the listening audience. So welcome, Brother Kevin. Praise be to Allah. Brother Marcus, yeah, we we definitely want them to interject once, once, you know, uh, time and circumstance permit to share their experience of these wonderful retreats. Um, Brother Marcus, first of all, let me say uh, um, congratulations to you and your wife on 30 years of this holy matrimony is what they say, you know. Thank you. And, that's uh, right. That's, that's, quite, that's quite the standard. That's quite the uh, something to be recognized, particularly in this day and time where, as you gave the statistics of so many people getting divorced, um, congratulations. Second of all, I heard in your baseline um, assessment that you talked about this in your, your wife's crusade, if you will, being about family building. And yeah. we know the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad said in the 70s and the minister said in the rebuilding, asking us the question, when you said building, they asked that question, how strong is your foundation? Can you survive? So I, I would like for you to, in, you know, your delivering uh, what Allah is giving you to give to us and our listening audience, how important setting up that foundation for marriage is. Well, the, the, the setting up of the foundation for marriage is the most critical component is mm. that both come in with a relationship with a higher power, whether they call him Allah, Jesus, whatever name that they may call him, is to have that personal, grounded foundation with Almighty God. We're going to say Allah because that's all of his names, whatever name you call him, when we say Allah, we're talking about all of them. Uh, when you have that relationship, then that is the foundation that you need and will consistently need in the process of marriage. Why the Honorable Louis Farrakhan said to us that if we are not enough for each other, if Allah is not at the center of our relationship, because when God is there, then we are consistently growing and evolving and thinking on a higher level. But if two Negroes are together, it will <laughs> not last. 
Because oh, Negroes yeah. like sex, Negroes yeah. like drama, Negroes are always, like the minister said, you're like a pig always looking for slop. Mm-hmm. So if we have a relationship wow. that's stagnant, that is not growing, we have what we call and what all married couples will deal with when we come to each and every year retreat by God's grace is that we give ourselves a diagnostic. Uh, I'm a manager at a call center, and one thing that I have to do daily, weekly, is look at our performance metrics. And where are we at? What are we doing? Where do we have our strengths? Where is our opportunities of growth? That's the same thing we have to do in marriage, yearly, quarterly, because if we have goals and aspirations, then we're constantly moving. But when we look around and we're bored, we're dull, this is not what I want, well, I'm going to say like we do to our cars. Even though our car is perfectly running fine, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's time for it to get its 5,000-mile check. Well, guess what? Every year you should do a check on your marriage, a deep dive into your marriage, and that is what the marriage retreats are designed for, designed for us, like our brother Rudolph said, to retreat from everything, come together with like-minded individuals, and even though you're in a room full of other couples, you are focused on your marriage and relationship because it's you and your spouse discussing the interactive worksheets and things that we do. But, brother, the foundation is that we must stand on God and grow from that point on. Beautiful. Thank you, Sister Cecilia. All praise to Yeah. All, all praise to Torah. You know, you certainly cannot build without God in your forefront of your mind. You know, I think couples lose everything out there. In those moments, it's impossible not to observe how they act. And I've seen, we've seen some very inspiring things. Doing a disaster like a fire, adrenaline is pumping and instincts kick in. And for couples yes, and families, that usually means trying to make sure that they're safe. And after physical safety is ensured, the rebuilding process begins almost immediately. Not right. rebuilding up a new home or an apartment but relying on each other for support and assurance. The couples that we've seen make it through tragedies, they don't blame each other or feel sorry for themselves. Instead, they recognize that they first have God. They still have each other. And Mm -hmm. despite losing so much, obviously these incidents aren't ideal but the silver linings are real. These types of couples remind me that you can lose quite a bit before you know it. They're inspiration for anyone who needs a reality check about what really matters. See, you have to know in the marriage what really matters. You have to be able to have 
your wife there. Have your husband there and always reiterate to them, I love you and I value you. That's right. You have to do that with your children. I love you and I value you. You know, it's a hell of a thing. I stood in front of an audience, Brother Rudolph, Brother Muhammad. I stood in front of an audience one day of young people. Started out my talk with them. I said, I brought you in this world. And before I knew it, the whole audience had stood up on their feet, and they said, and I'll take you out. (laughs) All of them, that's the only thing we communicate to our children. I brought you in this world, and I'll take you out. As if to say they ain't got no value other than that. See, you have to be able to have dialogue. That's part of the building of family. You have to be able to sit down every chance you get and have dinner with your family and pose questions to them. Questions lead to conversations. We have something special that we're going to do at this particular marriage retreat. We're going to give you some questions that you can ask when you have your family present. What questions do you need to ask? The children are getting older. You ain't the only one, brother, with an empty nest. We almost got an empty nest, too. We got one left, and that's our 18-year-old son. He will not leave. Oh, my God. Now I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just saying, y'all. I'm just saying. That I'm looking at him, and we're trying to develop him. You know, how do you motivate an unmotivated child? How do you motivate that? See, you've got to be able to use the brotherhood, use the sisterhood of Islam, of, of your church, of your religion. You have to know how, because you might be the messenger, the right messenger for that child, the right message, you might have it. You might have the right message, but you might not be their messenger. You right. have to use other people. Other people have talents and gifts, and sometimes it's not who you think it's going to be, the one that's going to motivate your son, your daughter. Sometimes it's not going to be who you think it's going to be. It's going to be somebody that you don't respect that's going to be able to change your son, your daughter's life. And I can tell you, brother, rebuilding. Uh, We're talking to you tonight about building your family, rebuilding your family. You have to know the direction you are going in as a father, as a wife, as a husband. As a, You have to talk to each other before you talk to your children, you got to talk. you got to be in agreement because the Honorable Elijah Muhammad says this to us. He said, what is above the peace of a husband and a wife? You have to agree. Agreement is the basis for unity. You have to talk with each other. That's the one thing we must begin to do. We must communicate about everything. 
When you're in a marriage, you cannot say, well, I ain't going to talk to her about that. And the very thing you're not talking about is going to be the undoing of your marriage. Bring it to light. Talk to them about what's going on in your life. Speaking tickets. Have you talked with your wife about it? You got uh, uh, another man that's into the picture. Have you talked to your husband about what the hell's going on with him? You have to talk about everything. That's all I'm saying, brother. No, no great. I, I appreciate you that. You say it a lot, brother. You say it a lot. <laughs> well, you know, so, and, and, and you have to get... And you have to get to the point where the uncomfortable conversations become yes. comfortable. Yes, right. And and I know for me. That was your yes, sir. You I know for me. And I, and I still struggle. I'm still struggling with it. For me is talking to my wife about the household bills. All right. Because, again, the you know, and just going from, the way I grew up, what I saw, what I thought, thought in my mind was what a man was responsible for. That I'm supposed to take care of that. I'm supposed to handle that. No, if there's a buts about it, I'm supposed to handle that. I got to handle that. So there's right. certain, t- certain bit, you know, things I just won't talk to her about. And in doing that, what it does is it builds up pressure within yourself that right. She's not even thinking, but she said something totally unrelated. But because that thought is on my mind, I think that that's what she's prying to, and I may explode with an answer, and it ain't got nothing to do with what she said. It's because of what I'm holding on to. Right. And and I'm still struggling with that one, but for the most part, praise be to Allah, we've sat down and had the hard discussions. And, and one of the other things is to make yourself vulnerable to your wife, brothers. Uh, if you can't be vulnerable with your wife, who are you going to be vulnerable with? Ooh, you said something there, brother. <laughs> My wife's not in front of me, so I can talk freely now. <laughs> but, brother. You said a wonderful point. We are raised to be such macho men. Right. The only emotion that most men ever experience is anger. The Hulk, I saw the Hulk one time on the Avengers, and I was watching the video, and he said that he was always angry. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He said he was always angry. See, you have to know, brothers, that there is more emotions that men experience mm-hmm. than anger. You have right. to be, can you be joyful? Can you be laughing? Can you be happy? See, I, I'm very, very concerned we as men don't know anything but anger. I'm learning. I'm learning every single day that I can be happy. I can be joyful. 
I can experience life in a variety of ways that doesn't include anger at all. I'm learning that. And I can tell you, brother, that a lot of what we as men face, the anger leads to depression. Mm. And a lot of us Mm -hmm. as men are, are so angry that depression is setting into us as men because of where we are in our life. When you get 30, 40, 50 years old and you don't have nothing to show for your life, that can lead you to severe depression. That's right. And so I would encourage you, brother, to get financially naked in front of your wife. Yes, sir. Financially naked. You know, we're so quick to get the other way naked, but this is enough. <laughs> this is another way of, of, of dealing with the finances because many people are uncomfortable talking about the finances. But I can tell you that successful couples are able to talk about the finances in a way where they get to look at what they're putting on their credit report, how they view risk management, savings, and debt. We do this wonderful Simbus assessment that is so powerful. It helps you to see areas that are in your marriage that are causing concern. And uh, a healthy financial talk is always good in a family. You have to know how money is flowing in your house. Where is money flowing from? Did you have a trust fund for somebody? Where's the money coming from? And don't be afraid if money is not working the way you need it to work. Do something different. One of the ways that you prove that you haven't grown yet is you keep on doing the same because you have the same knowledge. Most of us have not read a book, a different book, since we were little children. Mm. Since we left high school, we, we haven't read nothing. We have to read this new information out there. Avail yourself to it as a man, as a woman. Avail yourself to it. So you can have something to talk about in the days that no children are around. You can have wonderful discussions and don't have to turn on the TV to talk about everything. Right. That's all we right. Man. You still with can us, Brother me? Rudolph? I hear you. Yeah, now. I'm here. Oh, okay. All right, all right. All right, we know we know that we know somebody's on the the lines and they're listening and there's certain stuff they don't want us to get out, but we're gonna power through this anyway because you know it, 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 that's just what we're gonna do. We're not even gonna give that negativity any energy. We're gonna keep right on going. Go ahead, brother Marcus. You right. You right. You right. Man. Yeah. Gotta have them talks about money. Where's the money coming from? Where's the money going? Yes. 
as we talking, brother. Brother, as we yep. talking, and, and again, I'm just using myself uh, as, as an example because I can't talk about nothing else because I don't know nothing else, but I know me. I'm sitting here with a big yellow pad on the bed right now, got the, uh, 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 my um, uh, uh, um, bank statements in one hand and this big yellow pad on the other writing down where the money is going, brother so that I can see it and my wife can see it, and we can plan on how we're going to get to the next level based on actual fact and not emotion. Right. That's right. That's right, brother. And that's the key ingredient, uh, like you just said, and, and and so many couples, we run from the tough subjects. We run from the hard talk, but those are the ones that we need to have so that both people have clarity. And so it's so important that we know financially what's coming in, where's it going, how are we spending it, where can we start to save more, to invest more. And again, it goes back to having a conversation about goals. You know, do do we want to add on to a house? Do we want to get another house? Do we want to travel more? All of the, especially like you said, key with being empty nesters where you don't have to worry about, oh, I got to worry about the children. I got to do this for the children. I have to do that for the children. It's just you and your wife now. So it's like, okay, we're, we're, we're to the point now where my, my our 18-year-old, he's here with us. He's like, where y'all going this weekend? I was like, don't worry about it. We grown. <laughs> so, again, right, it's right. together, but we have to ask the questions that make us uncomfortable, that make us uneasy. Because, again, it's, if you have transparency in your relationship, it makes it so much smoother where there's no mystery, there's no misconceptions. It's all on the table, and that's so important because so many things are done and your spouse is unaware of them. And then when it comes to light, it's something that y'all could have worked out, but because you didn't inform your spouse about it, it blows up after the fact. So if we start to talk and conversate beforehand, then we can avoid a lot of unnecessary problems on the back end. And a good question, brother, to ask, I think almost before you get married, is what, how was money handled when you were growing up? How was money handled? How do you view money? How do you view it? What, What do you think we will be able to do with money? Uh, I think that you find a lot of times that somebody is a saver in a relationship, and when we do our work, we find that sometimes people are spenders. We, we don't have much respect for money and what money can do. What did you say, brother? That's me. I'm the spender. Ask my wife. She'll tell you. I'm the shopaholic. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would think yeah. it's important to identify who's who in the relationship. It's important to identify and to know who is who in the relationship. 
And I think that a lot of times we don't talk about money because we don't know a lot about money. We just know we go to work, they pay us for X amount of X amount of dollars for X amount of work that we've done. But we have to become financially literate. And that's why this year at the marriage retreat, we're going to have Brother Daoud Muhammad and Sister Melissa oh, Muhammad yeah. that right back again because we have to know and talk about money. We have to know about to it what we can invest in to make a little bit more money. And they're going to talk right. about that with uh, Sister Melissa got this wonderful program that she does. With. We want to make sure that everyone on this line is aware of the Black Business Network, Black and Gold. It's Global Black and Gold. Okay, very good. Global Black and Gold Network. It's very powerful, and I want we want you all to hear about all that she does this uh, uh, Saturday at the marriage retreat. It's going to be wonderful that we uh, have an opportunity to do that. The main thing that you all have to know is that, as Sister Cecilia said so beautifully, you called it, brother, you called it Savior's Day for your marriage. See, we are not going to teach you Kung Fu. We're not going to teach you that. I can promise you that. We're going to teach you Kung Fu. We're going to teach you how to control your tongue, control your mouth, because that's where our problems coming from. And we end up going up and down each other's head because we don't know our knowledge runs out and we, we're looking for them to shut up or make them shut up. You can make a person be quiet if you know how to control yourself. You have to control yourself. You don't have to control her, brother. You have to control yourself. You have to. You don't have to control her spending. You got to control your spending. You don't have right. to do anything with her. That's right. the power that I now have. I took all the emphasis off of Cecilia many years ago, and I put it on me. I thought when I first got married, brother. I thought I was in the relationship, and it was my job to change Cecilia. I thought it was my job, my mission to change her. But the thought occurred to me one day, brother, instead of you putting all of your emphasis, your time into changing her, why don't you change yourself? See, it's a lot of us, we don't, that's new for us. Change me? How can I change me? You can't. The minister said self-improvement, only true basis for community development. When I'm changing right. markets, when I'm changing me, what I'm doing, my, myself, my response is powerful. So I'm learning to control how I respond. I don't have to respond immediately to my wife. I'm learning the power 
of let me let me get a day or two to think about what you said. Let me think about what you said. We're going back and forth, arguing like cats and dogs. We don't have to do that no more. We're older now. We're supposed to be wiser now. Let me think about what you just said. See, we're learning how folks who got a little sense do things. When you're emotional, emotions will destroy you Every single time in a marriage mm-hmm. or in a relationship, mm-hmm. if you approach it emotionally, whatever you're dealing with, you have to approach it rationally and think through it. There's not, that's not to say that emotions will never enter into the picture, but you've got to be able to know how to talk with your wife, with your husband about uncomfortable things and not get all supercharged about it. We're going to do this exercise after she is marriage retreat that is designed to help you get some charge off of you. This uh, Thursday we're going to do, I mean, Friday, it's going to be so beautiful. You have to come to the marriage retreat in order to see what we're going to do. By lives great. You know, we had Brother Akbar, Minister Akbar, who is the national, the international representative of the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Akbar came to us doing our fourth annual marriage retreat. And right. Brother Akbar, after he finished going through all that we had for the people at Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, at that marriage retreat, Brother Akbar said, Brother Rudolph, Brother Muhammad, he said, I've never seen nothing like you all do in my 53 years of being in the Islam. He said he had never seen, he had never seen nothing like it. It's, It's cutting edge what we do at the marriage retreat for you, for your marriage. It's cutting edge. Ain't nobody else got nothing like what we got. Right. It's open to everybody. If you're married and you're heterosexual male, heterosexual female, it's open to you. We we don't know the other side. We can't deal with that. If you're a transgender, I can't help you. I don't know what to do with you. But if you're heterosexual, I can help you. That's just huh? being real. That's a yes. Yeah. That's it. just being real. Yeah, we being real. We, you know, you know, no, no offense. I love you. You're a wonderful person. I'm sure of that. But this ain't for you. This right. is for the brothers and the sisters who are struggling out there. The husbands and the wives who are struggling. We we also are looking for those who got it correct, who've done it correctly. They they don't have no problems in their marriage. Wonderful. Come teach us. How to do what you did. Exactly. Or doing. Teach us. See, we as married brothers and sisters, we got to form a cadre of married couples across the country. That's right. We to be unified so we can really help the minister the way we're supposed to help him. That's right. All praise to a lot. You know, Brother Boyd, 
Marcus, and, and, and one thing, you know, that we have to understand is what the world is going through right now with this um, um, deviant behavior in the world. Come on. And, 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 and this um, anything goes, it's right. the institution of marriage. Yes. If the institution of marriage can get stronger, then it will be a dominant and allied force to help fight against the wickedness right. and the satanic mindset that's out Come there on. that is taking uh, prevalence over not just our children, but over society in general. Come on, so if we, can, if we can strengthen up the married couples, then we can form a, bull, a bulwark against all of that, and we can have a good foundation to, and to get the spirituality back, get the character back, get the morals back, get the dignity right. back, and get us back on the right track and back in good standing with the God because he'll see that we are struggling and fighting to get back to him and his way right. of life. Right, that's right, brother. Um, that is yes, sir. To see, wanted to tell you something, brother. Yeah, I mean that's at the at the end of the day, we know from the Honorable Louis Farrakhan that he stated to us that over a certain amount of time, the whole planet would be the original people. So, how do you deter the reproduction of the original people? by having them turn other ways that does not produce children. And so we better look at and listen to the Honorable Louis Farrakhan because, again, our success is following the right divine guidance. How do you know it is right? It agrees with you all the way to your toes that you know that you are being guided a right that you know that this agrees with my nature in which I was created and my nature in which I was born. And this world is making us to look at everything upside down and inside out. They're using movies, commercials, radio, TV. It's an onslaught against natural husband wife, and children. That's right. Yes, ma'am. You, you are so right. And it's, it's such a subtle onslaught. You know, my wife right. and I were sitting watching TV one night and commercials. Yep. Whatever show we were watching, it had, I, I mean, I must have counted 15 commercials. 15 commercials, there was not one commercial that had a black man and a black woman and black That's children right. as a family. That's right. That's right. Not and it's by design, brother. It's all by design. They know that they're not going to make it. They know already. That's right. Their friend, Minister Farrakhan, said years ago, they are afraid of white genetic Annihilation. Annihilation. They are afraid. They know that they don't have a long time to be on this earth 
if they don't mix with the original man. And he said the, the man's bullet is his seed. <laughs> they, they already know that. They already know that. But, but, but we are so sleepy and stupid to the fact that they coming at us in natural ways, we thinking that, well, they don't finally let black folks in there because we see a black man with a white woman. We see a white woman with a black man or, 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 or black, or, a white man with a, a black woman. We think that right. we're in now. You're not in. It's a trick that's right. being played on you. A trick that's being played on you. And they're encouraging homosexuality among oh. us. You know what? Two homosexuals cannot produce a black baby. Whether you're oh. a female lesbian, you can't produce a black baby. You're not trying to do that. Or you might have one child, but not five and six like grandma had. You're not going to do right. that no more. See, they're right. working on so many different tracks to keep us from realizing that their time is up and Minister Farrakhan is saying it's our time now to do what we need to do. But, you know, we we just refuse to do it. But God has something that's going to make us do it. When this this thing happens, and I'm talking about the the food shortage that's on the way, Mm -hmm. it's coming, brothers and sisters. Whether you know it or not, whether you want to realize it or not, it's coming. And they're predicting a severe food shortage that's coming. You, you, this is the the um the what's the name show, right? This is the disaster preparedness, right? Yes, sir. Right. Well, then you better know the food shortage is real and. When it happens, brother, oh, my God, a lot of our people are going to be caught up out here in 2022. We will not know how to get by because it's going to be a terrible day when these supermarkets close. And we got to learn, like I said, you definitely have to know how to cook to stretch a dollar. You can't be process, 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 process. That's not going to work. You're going to have to know how to make food from scratch, how to make bread from scratch, how to make uh, soup from scratch. You won't be able to run to the store and get a can of Campbell's soup. You won't be able to run to the store and get no bread. But if you got the necessary ingredients in our home, you can make it scratch to feed your family. And this comes into, again, as a husband and wife, we have to be on top of the news, we have to be on top of current events, on top of information that is pertinent to the survival of our family, not just today, but every day and into the future. And this, again, goes to we have to have open communication to discuss everything. There's nothing as a husband and wife that you should not be able to talk about, okay, baby, this is a sore spot, we know, but we can handle this as, watch that word, mature adults being intentional in our conversation to come to Mm -hmm. some kind of a resolution. We are intellectual enough to come to a resolution 
in this particular situation. Okay, baby, you said it. Okay, from your side, you see it this way. Okay, okay, okay. So let me. Okay, so so from your okay, husband, you saying your side, wife, you saying your side. Now let's bring it together and come to some type of resolution. Because most of the time when we're arguing, we're going for the juggler. We're 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 wanting to name call and. Talk about somebody like we on the pre like we in an element. One second. One second, Cecilia. Welcome to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. So who do we have the pleasure of speaking to, and how may we be of assistance to you? As-salamu alaykum. This is Reginald Salim. How are you? Waalaikum salam. Waalaikum salam, brother Reggie. I'm alive and, and kick. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm just calling. I'm not going to waste too much of your time. I just want to thank you for uh, the show. Uh, this is my first time listening and everything, and I just really appreciate everything that you're doing and saying. Um, as of lately, I just see so much negative uh, just images television and everything really giving a a negative image on black love, black relationships, black marriage. So it was just really great to see something positive coming, you know, out of this right here. I just want to thank you for that. Brother, let me ask you a question, if if I may. Are you married? Yes, sir. I've been married for 10 years. Praise be to Allah. Great. Okay. All right. You know, the marriage Yes, sir. His brother Reginald, beautiful brother, man. Him and his wife and his, his son come to the mosque. He's in the process right now. So we yes, pray a lot that, you know, he gets through. But, uh, yeah, I just want to bear witness that uh, I'm honored to know brother uh, Reginald and look forward to getting to know him better. Uh, but thank you, brother Reginald, for supporting us, brother, and calling in. Yeah. Go ahead, brother Rudolph. Yeah. I'm about to say. Don't forget me. Brother Reginald, what I wanted to say was, you know, again, the marriage retreat uh, is going to be in St. Louis this year, um, uh, August 25th through the 28th. Now, I know it's a short notice, but if you can't physically make it there, you can get, you can participate in the marriage retreat on, online. And I'm going to turn you right over to Brother Marcus, and you can talk to Brother Marcus about it. Brother Marcus? Yes, brother. Thank you for us because this marriage retreat is the first time we're ever going to do simultaneously. We're going to be in person and we're going to be live for you uh, who are going to be viewing uh, what we're going to be doing online. Um, We will give you the coordinates, brother. It is just $125 for you to enjoy all four days of the marriage retreat and online. And if you wanted to come to the marriage retreat, that's just a little bit more of an expense. That's $300 registration, and you'll be able to see us live and in person, and that's always the best choice. Uh, but if you can't do it, certainly the 125 will cover you uh, and you will receive a 50-page workbook and be a granted ex- uh, access to all of our uh, that we have on the 25th through the 28th of August. 
So I just want to let you know, brother, that we have a visit our website, and this is the first time we're saying it. Uh, www dot dot com. That's www dot com. That will tell you all the information that you need to know. You will see the agenda. You'll hear testimonials from people who have been to the marriage retreat. And this year we will get some fresh testimonials to put out there. We're gonna make sure we get yours, brother. We're gonna put your testimony out there to everybody. All praise is due to Allah. We thank him for helping us. This is our twelfth year doing the marriage retreat. That's and again, right. if you're listening if you've been listening to the show, we do this all over the country in different cities and different states that we do the marriage retreat. We've been in um, uh, where we've been? Well, we've been to New York City. We've been to New York, uh, LA. Yes, sir. We've been to LA. We've been to Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, we've been to Pigeon oh, Forge, yeah, Tennessee. We've been to Chicago. Yeah. We've been everywhere doing this marriage retreat because we're determined to help Minister Farrakhan to help us keep our marriages. It's one thing, right. as I said earlier. It's one thing to encourage you to get married. You get married, but there comes a point in every man's marriage where you wonder, what the hell am I doing? What is going on? How do I, what do I do now? You know, so this we're going to have a special husbands-only session that you will be granted yeah. access to if you come into uh, online. You'll be able to see us online as well as uh, the wives-only session, because there are things that your wife needs to talk about that don't involve you, brother. She needs to talk to other women, mature women, not women who want to say, mm, oh, girl, tell me that. What do you do again? We, we're not <laughs> going to even do that, brother. Right. <laughs> even that right. kind of sex, right. you, don't have to, you don't have to worry about nobody going to expose you Talk about you, your business. No, nobody. Brother Rudolph, you know that we don't do anything. Yes, sir. That. Yes, sir. Right. No, we don't. It's beautiful, even though, It's a beautiful time. Everybody, it's, it's, it's a real sensitive thing that is between you and your wife and what you right. all have to work out together. So right. all praise is due to www dot the marriage keepers dot com. That's the website you need to go to, my brother, if you're interested in in, in uh, becoming an online participant participant or the um coming in person to our event. All praise is due to our life. Thank you and so again, much. I'm gonna probably check you out online and everything. Yeah. Yes sir. We will we'll be honored to have you brother it is the experience of a lifetime, and again, it's cut edge, and no one is doing what we are doing. Minister uh, Abdul Akbar said, he said that um, uh, every mosque and study group needed what we were doing, and uh, we are making the his word is bond as best we can. We're going around the country 
to all these different cities who need help. You know, when you got one divorce in the nation of Islam, that's one too many. Too many. Yes, sir. That's right. I want you to understand that. That's our mentality. One divorce is too many. We don't have several, eight, nine divorces. And what you will find is sometimes you got to be very careful of who you hang out with. Because if your friend, you know, you hang out with people who are divorced, I guarantee you it's just a matter of time before they bring that madness to your house. When you find out one of your close friends have been divorced, that's the end of that. That's the end of them coming to your house because divorced people, divorced people, divorced people breed divorced people. Right. Did you just hear that? Right. Yes, they sir. read yes, it. Mentality, their spirit is such that I ain't going to let you be happy and I just got divorced. I'm going to destroy right. your happiness too. That's how, right. that's how it happens, brother. So be careful right. having divorced people around you. Right. Yes, sir. Right. And, and the other thing, brother, uh, first of all, congratulations, you're in processing. Yes, that sir, I am. That be your number one goal and priority right now to make it successfully through processing. Because once you do that, brother, your life will never again, never be the same. You will never, never. look at things the same once you successfully never. get through processing. And it's really, it, it's like a rebirth for you and your family that you're getting yourself and your family a second chance at and having life more abundantly. And you're in the right, right. place because Brother Yusuf right there and, of course, my brother Kevin that's there, those are the two brothers that, brother, if you need to talk to strong black men, no shame, brother, no shame. Those are two that I can vouch. I will bet my mouth with my life. They are strong black men that can help you get to where you need to be. Yes, sir. Thank you. All praise due to Allah. I do. I thank Thank you for everything that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. And tune in with us every week, brother, if you can, because every week we try to have subjects and topics on the show that are designed to help people. And we'll never know what you need help with unless you communicate to us. If it's something that you think about, then talk to Brother Yusuf. Tell him, and help. we'll make a show out of it. Inshallah. All right. All right. That's wonderful. And thank you all. You all take care. Thank you. You as well. Lake of brother Reginald. Beautiful, brother. Thank you for calling in and supporting Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. You know, Brother Rudolph, we're at uh, the bottom of the hour, 1028 p.m. Eastern time. We want to be respectful of uh, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia's time. Uh, we're having such yes, a good time with them, and we thank our listening audience for staying in tune with us. And again, if you press uh, number one on your phone pad, you'll be brought into the studio as Brother Reginald Saleem was. And if you have any questions for them, I'm sure they'll be more than happy to uh, answer them for you. Um, 
Brother Marcus, Sister Cecilia, is your time all right? Yes, time is fine, sir. Praise be to Allah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Brother Brother Rudolph, you know I can't help myself. You know this is my uh, Larry Graham rendition. When we get married, we'll have a big celebration. (laughs) We'll have a ball dancing and all when we get married. I, my wife is probably on the line there. He can't help himself. That this is the one Allah gave me. You know, yeah, and, uh, brother. He, he texted me, brother Houston, Marcus. You don't know. You have no idea, brother. During the marriage retreat, they, brother Marcus, they and Cecilia, they have this song that they play, and and, and they force, they, they 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 encourage you. They don't force you. They encourage you to just grab your your your, your spouse and just hold them, just hold them and listen to the music. Mm. And, 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 you know, it, it's like it's like back in high school, you know, when you went to the high school gym, and then they put yeah. always and ever on, and, you know, you tried <laughs> to find the right one, that right one to, to, to grab, you know what I'm saying, Brother Yusuf? Oh, man. And, and, and then, uh, you, you know, but it's LTD, man. It's LTD. It's Jeffrey Osborne. It's the woo-woo, man. It's the woo-woo man. It's the woo-woo man. man. <laughs> brother Marcus, go ahead, Brother Marcus. Go ahead. <laughs> We're going to talk a lot about respect this year. Yeah. And respect in the relationship, respecting the husband, and also respecting the wife. Yeah. You know, the That's loss the of mutual respect the loss of mutual respect can destroy a marriage quickly. And more often, it can lead to a painful, stressful, and unhappy life for a couple because there's no respect there. And our, our approach to working with couples, it emphasizes the importance of mutual respect. You know, Cecilia, right. I want to talk to you about respect. Cecilia, what does respect mean in our marriage? Right. Right. Yep. When, you come, yes, when, it comes, when it comes to respect, it's basically you are respecting that person's opinions, their feelings, their ideas. Because, again, what happens a lot of times is all of us are familiar with on the line is that we can invalidate one another when the person tells you that they feel disrespected or they don't feel a certain way, then you have to validate that and let that other person acknowledge it. If they say, well, what you did or what you said hurt my feelings or something like that, then you have to acknowledge it. And we can't keep ignoring it like, oh, that ain't the point that it, no, respect what that other person feels and not, and not throw it down as if it's insignificant. Wow. Yeah. All praises due to Allah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Our mutual respect. Is mutual respect a part of your marriage, of your relationship? It's a very simple concept. It means that you treat your spouse in a thoughtful and courteous way way. You know, we used to have good manners with each other when we were courting. We would mm. say please and thank you. We would right. be 
so mannerable when we were courting. But now that we didn't got married, I got you now. I ain't got to show you no respect. Wow. Yes. That's that foolishness that we do. So we got to emphasize to everyone the importance of mutual respect and honor for each other. This is going to be a different kind of marriage retreat because we're going deeper, deeper into what we've been talking about with you all for a few years. It's going to be, uh, I've learned some things. You know, I don't know if I've told you this, Brother Rudolph, Brother Muhammad. I am in school, and Mm -hmm. I'm in school for marriage and family counseling. It's therapy, and I'm learning so much from it. You know, and this is something that that my wife is going to share that the sisters need to hear. She's going to go into it more at the wives only circle. But what was that point, sisters, that they, the, when you was watching a tape of my training, you were watching a tape and you picked up a point that was very powerful. What was that point, sister? The point was, it, it was um, a part of his schoolwork with uh, the marriage and family therapy of, with a lot of different colleges and stuff now. They have a lot of videos and recordings and whatnot for them to watch. And in this particular one, they were talking about a study that they did on, I mean, it amazes me how they have a whole course that you have to take as a marriage and family therapist on infidelity, on fornication. And in this part that I was listening to, is that they said they interviewed 1,000 call girls slash prostitutes to find out what the men were paying them for. And the response said that they asked these women to be their wife or their girlfriend so that they could talk to them For two hours without even having sex, they just wanted to talk, and they wanted these women to act like their wife or act like their girlfriend. So if his wife's name was Melissa, he would say, well, you're going to be Melissa for two hours, and he just sat there talking, well, Melissa, such and such and such, and Melissa, such and such and such, and I was like, wow, this is deep. I was, and so to me, it was like, okay, so if a man is paying for this, and it's like, do we allow our husbands to have a safe space to talk and to be themselves was the result that came to my mind for these men to actually be paying a call girl for this, and you're asking them to be someone who you go home to every day. Wow. Wow, that's nasty. And there's something. So that's the level that we're going on with this marriage retreat. Stuff that you need to understand 
about being together, especially as you get older, being together, companionship, what does that look like in a relationship in 2022? How can we be like the Honorable Louis Farrakhan more? Can we be like Mother Khadija Farrakhan more? We want to understand the most important part is how can we be ourselves more? See, we don't want to misunderstand Minister Louis Farrakhan's role. We don't want to misunderstand Mother Khadija's role. They are pointing the way, but they're pointing the way for you to be yourself. The greatest desire is for you to have your own. That is what they want because they are not envious people. And we must uproot that out of ourselves. Envy, jealousy, we must uproot that. Yes. Hey, brothers, brother, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Thank you. Well, you are listening to Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness on the Black Hole Radio Network. Call in at 563-999-3089 if you would like to join in this discussion if you would like to ask a question of Brother Marcus or Sister Cecilia, or if you would like to make a comment on anything that you've heard so far, call in, press the number one while, while you have a chance. Hey, Brother Houston, you know, just when I just said that, you know, it, 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 I have a flashback of, uh, of my, the church. And the choir, you know, they used to sing a song and the church said, believe I'll testify while I have a chance because I may not right. have this chance anymore. That's right. Beautiful. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you, know, you know what came to my mind was uh, when they talked about respect in my Aretha Franklin voice. I know y'all saying, Brother Youssef, man, keep your day job. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Thank God it's T-C-B. Whoa. Okay, this is wrong audience. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just wanted to lay that out. But, Sister Cecilia, I'm going to go back. I can't help myself. I'm going to show you I'm listening, right, and I want to connect some dots. Because when yeah. you talked about that diagnostic piece, how important that was for us to do that and uh, uh, look at the performance metrics and whatnot. And then when 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 Brother Rudolph and the whole engagement was talking about courageous conversations, Brother Rudolph picked up on the vulnerability side of uh, each each side. He was speaking on behalf of himself or a man, if you will. But uh, Brother Marcus also talked about it's a myriad of emotions that could rise. Um, We have to rise above our emotions into proper reasoning, 
and you might want to, you know, readdress the conversation at another time because, you know, in communications, there's something called affecting communications, A-F-F-E-C-T-I-N-G, meaning that people, spouses, in relationships, the other person kind of knows what to say, when to say, how to say, where to say to get a certain emotion out of that person. And if you don't have like a situational awareness of that, then your intent might be to solve some kind of problems in the conversation, but that it may take the opposite effect because you said the wrong thing at the wrong time, you know, in the wrong place although your intent might be the same. So I, I, I just wanted to share that. Uh, my wife's on the line, and shout-out to my wife who has been courageous enough in her conversations and the lack thereof to stay married to me for 42 years. I hope I got that number right. Allahu Akbar. It'll be 43 next week on August the 18th. That is if she don't change the locks to the front door. That's just a... Inside joke, you know how that goes. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I said that one time in front of a, a, a friend of mine who was a uh, prominent black psychologist, and I said it in a group audience, and he said, brother, don't play with your marriage like that. He said, yeah, I know you were trying to be humorous, but the condition of our people is so deplorable that to be married to your wife, or at that time it may have been 40 years or so, he said, don't play with that. And so I, I just put that out there facetiously for those who pick it up. But, you know, to stay married, as you said in the beginning, is not getting together. It's staying together. So I, I just wanted to give you a compliment once again, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia, for all that you've done all that you're doing, all that you will do in this coming retreat and henceforth. And, of course, I'd be less than my salt that I'm worth if I didn't give a shout-out myself to Mother Khadijah Farrakhan, who just has been an exceptional example of a wife to an extraordinary man, as we know. So um, I wanted to do that, show my attitude of gratitude. And lastly, my wife's mother is in her early 90s, and she and her husband, I didn't know until I asked the question. I said, you know, because we kind of take it for granted, you know, sometimes when family gets together, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. So I said to them earlier today, I said, how many, um, they have six children. I said, how many grands do you have? And both of them said, we, we don't know. I said, you know, we always ask that question periodically. I said, but I'm a, I'm a log it down, and it ended up being sixteen grandchildren and nineteen great grandchildren, with one on the way, inshallah. And so, you know, I'm just saying that to say, you know, the work that Allah is blessing the both of you to do to help so many couples that's on the line, brother Reginald, bore witness. When he called in, Brother uh, Kevin and Sister Tasha on the line, and, you know, Brother brother Rudolph and his wonderful wife, Sister, I see it. I mean, 
maybe you don't know the impact that you're having, even though you've already been in the 12 years all over the 2,000 by 3,000. But I just wanted to give you your flowers while you could smell them, uh, Brother Marcus and Sister Celia. And I'm going to get out your way. Go right ahead, please. The floor is yours. Brother, we can only reflect and, and are motivated to do what we do because of the example of our leader and teacher and God, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, and then his example extends to his family because mm-hmm. without them sacrificing him, we That's would right. not have him. So they, all of them, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and his family, you know, the, we see mm-hmm. families, family, like you just said, grandchildren and great-grands and great-grands and great-grands, and I always say this for us in the nation of Islam, we have a different assignment. We mm-hmm. all have an individual marriage, yes, but we're taught that marriage is the cornerstone of a nation. Master okay. did not come to make a nation of just regular church-going people. He came to build the kingdom of God on earth. We are those cornerstones. We are the ones who are bringing in that kingdom of God, especially to our single brothers and sisters. We're trying to help them to see by going the right way, doing the right process, and having the mindset of, I'm bringing in the kingdom of God. What kind of woman do I need? I'm striving mm. to be a woman who will raise the children that's a part of the kingdom of God. What type of brother should I be preparing for? A man of God. So it's like to take our minds from the the niggery. I'm um, said
Wow, wow. I should have been right next to him. Man. Man. Hey, look, don't get it twisted. I got gray hair, and I've been married 43 years, but I'm a young person. My wife, Sister Shannon, is my ride to die chick. Love you, baby. So, uh, listen, listen, I, I, brother, I know the feeling. Because right over here, this is Queen and Slim right here. Queen and Slim. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man. You know, it's so refreshing to talk to believers. And yes. to spoke to be believers in Allah and his power is so refreshing to us to be on your show. You know, the last thing I'll leave you all with is rules. The Louis Farrakhan has shown us in the supreme wisdom we talked about the rules of Islam. And even marriage has its rules, and most of the rules are surprisingly simple. Most of them are obvious, but they are also incredibly powerful. You know, if you don't follow the rules, then you will... If you're driving, you know, you can't go 55 miles per hour down a residential street, even if you're in a hurry, because you'll probably hit somebody or be hit by somebody. The rules are in place to protect us and to help our society to run smoothly. What are the top three rules in your marriage? If you follow them, your marriage is going to improve. In fact, some of the couples have told me that the rules save their marriage. But if you ignore the rules, if you do your own thing, then your marriage is going to most likely suffer. What are the top three rules that your marriage abides by. You cannot get married and not have no rules. A lot of us are trying to wing it out here. We don't have no structure set up. We are married, but we don't have we don't have no goals for the marriage. Minister uh, 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 Malik Saeed Muhammad came on our show, brother. Oh, my God. He came on our show, me and Cecilia do a show, a couple of years ago, and he said, when you don't have rules for your marriage, you are a mob. Oh, my God. A mob. Not a, 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 a when you have rules. You are disciplined. You you are moving toward the rules, understanding the rules. But if you don't have them, then you become a mob where there are no rules because you are a mob. 
I'm asking you all to this this particular marriage retreat, the 12th annual marriage retreat. We're going to talk about rules. What are the top three rules as a man that you want that you want for your wife? Do you have rules that only she should follow and not you as the husband? Do she have rules that only you should follow but not her? What are the rules that you both are willing to submit your will to follow? It is so interesting when we get into that kind of subject. We're going to talk about it here at this marriage retreat. You should come, or you should come online, because we're going to be talking to you. All that we do is in service to you out here. Every year we do the marriage retreat is different. It's different. Let me say That's again. True. It's That's true. different. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So don't come thinking we were talking about the same thing we were talking about last year, two years ago, three years ago. It changes every year because we're growing in knowledge, wisdom, and understanding every single year. And this year we pray a lot that we will have our national assistant student minister, Brother Minister Ishmael Muhammad, to give us some things to think about around marriage. You can have any question you want. Our brother will answer you. I don't know if you prepared for the answer, but he's going to answer all of our questions. And we thank Allah for Minister Ishmael Muhammad. That's right. So that's all I got to say, my dear brother. But brother Marcus, can you just go over one more time? How can they Get in touch with you and your love if they want to get counseling, they want to talk to you, you know. How can they register for the marriage retreat? How can they find out about the marriage keepers? You can go to, again, our website is www.themarriagekeepers, all one word, dot com. You go right there to www.themarriagekeepers, with an S, dot com. And then also you have Brother Marcus' direct phone number, 770-256-8856. That's 770-256-8856 to call him, and you can set up one-on-one. And we also do uh, for singles, we do your uh, counseling that you are required to have before you get married. We do that. We also do post- and pre-engagement counseling because, again, the object is to help you to get prepared for what you will face in the process of marriage. <laughs> and if you have a food, a food that's right for you, let us help you to see if they're right for you. Give us a call, 770 we will certainly not tell you that he's wrong, she's wrong. We will show you through the symbol that the goals that he or she may be setting may be diametrically opposed to the ones that you have for your life. 
right now. We want to be honest with you all and the thing that we do so well is we don't tell nobody what to do. We just do our symbols report and that tells you what you should do. It's powerful, my brothers and sisters. I can tell you we've had dozens of people that we've done December assessment on. It's powerful. It makes sense. It will tell you 18 pages of dialogue, of information for your marriage. If you want to come to the marriage retreat, we would welcome you with open arms. We would love to see you. If you don't come, we certainly understand. We thank you for being a party to us and listening to what we had to say around marriage, around family building. And I thank you, brother, for everything, for inviting me on to your platform to talk with the brothers today about marriage. Thank you so much, and may Allah bless you both. As-salamu alaykum. One more time, salam, just sir. give me your number, Brother Marcus. Just give me your number seven, one more time. 770 seven, 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 Thank you, sir. 770-256-8856. Yes, sir. Well, thank you again, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia, for a wonderful show. This won't, will not be the last one. I guarantee it. And um, we're going to keep promoting all the way up until and I will be doing the show live from the marriage retreat, inshallah. Um, yes, sir, uh, uh, August 26th. So I will be stopping pulling you, brother, to do an on-the-spot interview uh, between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. on the 26th. Thank yeah. you, brother, so, so much. Thank you. May Allah bless you all. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum salam. Wa alaykum salam, sir. Would you like to have any closing words? Uh, Just go to www.themarriagekeepers.com and register today. And and give him a call at 770-256-8856. You don't want to miss it. You can do it online or face-to-face. I can't wait, inshallah, to see the believers again face-to-face. Come on and yes, join ma'am. us. And and remember, even if we don't have the money, you know how we used to do it back in the day. We carpool. Get four or five couples together. Y'all rent a van and y'all come on up together. May Allah bless us all. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum salam. Thank you, Salam. Beautiful. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Brother Yusuf, so, you know, I, I'm just going to say thank you, brother, for indulging your brother and putting up with me and my shenanigans. Again, please thank your beautiful wife for allowing you, know, you the time to do it and thank your family for their sacrifice for you. Brother Forrest and uh, your wonderful wife, Sister Yvette, my sister, um, thank you for all that you do in the course of the week, um, keeping this show current and keeping us on the air uh, during the uh, time of the show. We appreciate everything you do for us, 
and we love you. And then lastly, to my wife, I know you out there listening. Baby, I love you. Be careful and bring it on in this time. Come on, let's go uh, so we can uh, have dinner together before I go to work. Yes, my wife will be celebrating a birth anniversary on Sunday, the 14th. Yes, she'll be 19 years old. Uh, this is a Leo thing. You wouldn't understand. I have a house full of Leos. It's about nine of them. About nine of them in here. Man, man, house full of Leos. But it's a beautiful thing, you know. So thank you again, family, and to the listeners, thank you for tuning in. When we will talk about a disaster preparedness uh, uh, forum coming up October 6th through the 9th in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, um, we'll talk about that next week, and our special guest will be Brother Ghazi Muhammad. Brother uh, Yusuf, you can close us out and take us home. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Brother Rudolph, for all that you do, brother. Thank you. I just say ditto to the Black Hole family, the engineers, for making this program possible for us. Thank you to our guests, Brother Marcus and Sister Cecilia Muhammad, and shout-out to the MGT in Norfolk, Virginia, who will be engaged tomorrow, inshallah, Lord willing, at a community resource fair at 7445 Tidewater Drive in Norfolk from 12 noon to 4 p.m. They'll be giving out school supplies, backpacks to the youth. They'll be offering free haircuts. You know, of course, this can't be done as well without the complimentary FOI helping out, and uh, I'll be um, making a brief presentation on disaster preparedness. So if you're in the Norfolk uh, metropolitan area, the 757, tomorrow the MGT will be hosting the Community uh, Resource Fair, 7445 Tidewater Drive in Norfolk. So I thank you, our listening audience, first-time listeners, consistent and constant listeners. And as you know, even with these words shared by me and we, I guess it's still the way it used to be. The strength of a nation is its family, and real freedom is responsibility, the ability to respond legitimately by any means necessary. We look forward to being with you next week, Lord willing, same time, same station. We love you. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, sir.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.